Well, Leslie, Americans love remodeling home sweet home. Do you know it's a $150 billion a year industry? But are you remodeling to pump up your resale price or to settle in for the long term? Well, before you shell out several thousand bucks, plan accordingly. Read our guidelines for making your remodeling project pay off when you hit MoneyPit.com. Just click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. If you believe you can never have too many power tools, if you think it's okay to fix stuff that's not broken, if you believe it's a good idea to measure twice, cut once, and always keep a fire extinguisher handy, <laughs> you are in the right place. Yeah, you fit right in over here. Call us now with your home improvement question at one eight 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 Money Pit. We are here to solve your do-it-yourself dilemmas. Maybe you're trying to figure out whether on a home improvement project makes sense for your house, whether it's going to give you a good return on investment, whether you can do it yourself or you need a pro. Those are all great questions. Call us right now at eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Coming up this hour, would you rather be outdoors eating dinner this time of year? Well, I certainly would. But before you start growing you need to make sure that your gas grill is good to go. It's amazing, Leslie. You can have a gas grill that works fine last year, and 12 months later, it can become a real danger. So we're going to tell you how to make sure your gas grill is safe for a summer of sizzling barbecue fun. And if you've noticed a leak overhead in your home, there's most likely one major reason for it, and it might be something that you don't have underneath your shingles. We're going to talk about what you should have under there a little bit later this hour. And if you think you need to crank up your air conditioning to keep cool this summer, well, perhaps you don't. It's not a good idea. It's going to waste a lot of energy. We're going to talk about some new technology. It's called whole home dehumidification. Not the dehumidifier that you have in your basement. No, this one covers the entire house. Oh, you mean I don't have to drag my portable unit to every room? And you don't have to dump it every hour either. <laughs> Great. This is a system that basically will take the humidity out of the entire house, and it costs less to operate than your air conditioning system. That's coming up in just a bit. Ooh, and I love it. And still keeping costs down. We've got a great prize this hour that's going to cost you nothing. It's from the folks at Loggerhead Tools. It's the Imix Multi-Tool, and it's worth 75 bucks. So call in now. 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Call us now for the answer to your home improvement question and perhaps the tools to get the job done. Leslie, who's first? We're going to a hair-raising topic with Marty in Iowa. Electric, huh? What's going on at your house? My house was originally built in 1906, and uh, had some additions done on it, and the wiring is a mess, and we're still using those screw and fuses. So I, was, my, I guess my question is, is, is how many outlets do you have on a fuse, and how many lamp fixtures do you have on, a, say, a 20-amp breaker? Okay, well, it's not a question of how many outlets or how many lights. It's how much power is going through that circuit. Now, Marty, do you still have knob and tube wiring? No, that's been eliminated. It, right, I mean, it's good. up in the attic, but it's not being used. Okay, you're sure that it's all been disconnected? I know it may still be physically in the walls and then ceiling, but, you're, but it's been completely disconnected. You didn't just replace a panel somewhere down the line. 
Well, you know what? I didn't do that. Um, I know that I know the wiring's up there, and I'm pretty sure it's been uh, okay. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't be quite so sure because I spent uh, 20 years as a home inspector, and I can't tell you there was an awful lot of times when I was the first guy to tell a homeowner that they've been living with a dangerous wiring system. Um, what you can do is you can get a continuity tester uh, from a home center, the kind that detects a magnetic field. And you go up near those wires, and one's going to be hot, one's going to be neutral, and bring the tester near it, and it'll beep if the wire's hot. And it's a good idea to determine this, especially in the attic, because knob and tube wiring is the type of wiring that's um, supported by these ceramic knobs and then ceramic tubes. And in the attic, especially... Where you have insulation. Well, the interesting thing about this is that it's designed to be an air-cooled system. So you take a 1906 house, it's got no insulation and everything's fine. You move that up to uh, 2007 when we want to have lots of insulation in the attic. Now you're taking insulation and you're burying this knob and tube wiring, which was never designed to be insulated like that, and it makes it very unsafe. So you need to find out if the knob and tube is still active and replace that. Uh, In terms of of the fuses themselves, believe it or not, there's nothing wrong with having a fuse box. A fuse, as long as it's properly sized, is actually very, very safe because it's going to blow when the circuit pulls more power than what it's rated for. 15 amps for a branch circuit, 20 amps typically for the circuits that are in the garage and the kitchen and that sort of thing. So the first thing you need to do, Marty, is to figure out if the knob and tube wiring is, is active. Replace what's, what's remaining that's still active. The second thing is if you want to replace the fuse box with a circuit breaker panel, it will be more convenient, but it won't necessarily be safer. Okay. All right. Sounds like you answered my question. All right, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Adi in Illinois is having a plumbing problem. What's going on? Well, I'm uh, redoing a bathroom, and there are three plumbing fixtures in the bathroom. On one side of the wall, there is a toilet and a sink. On the opposite side of the wall, there is a bathtub. When we opened the wall up, what we found out was that the toilet is vented to a pipe, but the sink... There's a pipe that goes up, it's capped off, but it's not vented into any type of vent pipe. And sometimes when you have the water going, you hear the gurgling sound when the water goes down in the sink. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to figure out, must that pipe, it goes up, it's capped off, should it be vented to the stack pipe also like like the toilet is? Yeah, it should. That's why you're hearing the gurgling, because the sink is basically uh, gasping for air, is what that sound is. So it should be uh, connected up to the main vent pipe, or, you know, it ought to have, um, there's a type of a valve that can go on top of that vent pipe that basically lets air in, but doesn't let sewage gas out. Okay. But either way, whatever the easiest way is to vent that, it should definitely be vented. Otherwise, you're going to have a slow, gurgly sink for as long as you have that house. Okay. Okay, so it must be vented. Okay. Yep. Okay, Adi. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Adrian in Florida, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we help you with? Uh, yes, ma'am. I was wondering. I've got a problem with my cold water. It seems like uh, I've get spurts of uh, high pressure at times, and uh, I've got a filter system on my house, and I just want to know what can I do about it, or how do I fix that? All right, well, Adrian, what you're probably going to want to do is this. Um, you're going to have to check the pressure when it comes into the house. Are you, uh, do you have a, a domestic water or is this well water? Domestic. Uh, All right. You're going, to, you're going to want to have the plumber check the pressure at the main valve of the house. See what kind of water pressure you're coming in with. It might be that you have excessively high pressure and you need to put a pressure reducer on the main water line. That'll solve the problem. 
Oh, where, where would I put that at? Is that like something the plumber would have to do? Yes, because it's going to have to go right on the main water line, probably right after or right before the main water valve. Oh, okay, okay. And that'll okay. solve it. Well, I sure appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. All right, Money Pit listeners. Well, summer is just around the corner, and we can help you create the perfect backyard escape. Call in your home repair, home improvement, even backyard decorating question 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Now, that number is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's staffed by live Money Pit screeners. And we take the liberty of sort of keeping track of what the questions are that people are asking. And one of the top 10 topics is roofs and how do I stop them from leaking? It may surprise you that shingles are not the part of your roof that actually stops the leaks. You want to know what it is? We'll tell you next. According to the American Society of Home Inspectors, nearly 60% of basements have moisture problems because of torrential rainstorms or water leaks. Bare basement and masonry waterproofing paint with NanoGuard, combined with simple grading and roof draining improvements, provides maximum water resistance for both above and below grade basement walls, masonry walls, retaining walls, cinder and concrete blocks, stucco and brick. For more information, visit Bear, B-E-H-R dot com and apply the waterproofing paint that can stand the pressure. Bear products are available exclusively at the Home Depot stores nationwide. If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash home design. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. Give your home an attraction that reaches all the way to the curb at a Classic Craft fiberglass entryway from Thermatru. Classic Craft, a stunning AccuGrain technology, captures all the beauty and luxury of premium hardwood, but won't split, crack, or rot. Add a sparkling custom touch with decorative glass door tiles, side lights, and transom, too. When you do, studies show your home's perceived value rises as much as 6%. Let the curb appeal of a classic craft entryway enhance your home's look and value. Visit Thermatrue.com. AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. 
In fact, it's kind of spooky. Almost like they're reading your mind. Hello. Hello. Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s style bungalow because there's pink paint in the back and. Lead composition. Stabilize with 3 in 1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Bear Premium Plus Ultra Exterior Paint and Primer in One with advanced NanoGuard technology to help save time and money while preserving your home's exterior finish. For more information, visit Bear.com. That's B-E-H-R.com. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, Money Pit listeners, give us a call right now at one 888 Pit. We're going to give you helpful advice. We're going to talk you up. And you might even win a great prize. This hour, we're giving away the Imix Multi-Tool. It's from the folks at Loggerhead. It's got a bionic wrench head, 10 screwdriver bits, and two stainless steel knife blades. You can really tackle a ton of things with this. Yeah, and it's worth 75 bucks. And the bonus is Loggerhead is even going to ship this as a gift to anyone on your gift list with all the matching gift packaging. So you can re-gift this, perhaps uh, if you need a Father's Day gift, this would be perfect. That's excellent. If you need a graduation gift, all taken care of, care of the folks at Loggerhead Tools. Call us right now if you want to qualify. It's 1-888-MONEYPIT. You must be willing to come on the air and ask your home improvement question, which could be, hey, how do I stop my roof from leaking? That's right. Well, when it comes to roofs, if you've got a leak, chances are your roof is missing one key ingredient, a durable underlayment. Well, what's a roofing underlayment? It's typically those sheets of material that's installed underneath your roof coverings, you know, shingles or tiles. It's added there for protection from water infiltration because shingles or your other roof covering options are not enough to prevent water from penetrating your roof and creating extensive damage to your home. You really do need that extra layer of protection. Yeah, that's why you should have a premium roofing underlayment. For example, Grace Construction Products makes several different types that are all very good. One that we like is called TriFlex 30. It's a synthetic material that's installed with cap nails or staples, and it provides really optimal water shedding. If you want more information on the right kind of underlayment for your roof, you can log on to Grace's website. It's graceathome.com. There's information on Grace's total family of weatherproofing barriers for roofs, for windows, for doors, for decks. It's all there online at graceathome.com. Or you can call us right now with your roof leakage question or your floor squeaking question question or your toilet leaking question at one eight 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 money pit leslie who's next peggy in utah welcome to the money pit how can we help you today hi i have a home that was built in the 70s and the bathrooms have toilets that are attached to the wall instead of the floor okay and i am going to be having some plumbing work done and i'm wondering if i should have those replaced because frankly it's a little nervous. I have someone very heavy that comes over to the house and I'm afraid if he sits on the toilet it's going to fall right off the wall. Well, those are usually put in very, very well uh, as they're attached to the wall. Now, do you see any weakness? Is there any bulging or looseness in the toilet at all? Doesn't seem to be any bulging or looseness, but the toilet seems to be tipped slightly forward in both bathrooms. It just doesn't feel like it's quite 
uh, horizontal anymore. All right. You mentioned you were going to have some plumbing done. When the plumber comes over, have the plumber take a look at those toilets and tell the plumber you're concerned about their security. And the plumber will be able to detect whether or not there's any weakness. It may be that that thing hasn't moved since the day it was put in in 1970. But those toilets are usually bolted to the, to the wood framing on the wall, and they really don't move whatsoever. So I wouldn't worry too much about it uh, unless there's some evidence that it's actually moving now, Peggy. Okay, and I had a second question. All right, go ahead. Two-for-one special today. Okay, great. Um, I have a guest cottage that has been winterized, and there's not going to be anyone coming during the summer. Okay. Is there any problem with just leaving it indefinitely winterized, or is that bad for the pipes? No, there's nothing, no, no, no reason you can't leave it winterized. Um, the only thing to remember... You that might have you to have, worry about moisture, though, conditions for the yeah, summer. If you have no heating and no cooling there, you could get swelling of the walls, swelling of the doors. You could get mold that forms. Um, so it's good to have the HVAC system working, even if it's not, you know, keeping it super cool or super, super warm in the winter, just to have it moving some air and conditioning that air so you don't have a, a humidity issue. Okay, I see. So if, you suppose if I just opened the windows? Well, in the summertime? Well, sure, if it's very dry, but uh, I but do But what about think... a security issue, especially if the yeah. home is not going to be attended to all summer? Well, it's on, it's on the second floor of a very large garage, so there really would... All right, well, just keep an eye on it. We don't want to have any... A lot of times when you have a vacation property or a home that's uh, been winterized, you get a lot of condensation and then mold issues. So just keep an eye on it. Don't, uh, you know, not check it for six months because you might be uh, surprised by the fuzzy stuff on the walls the next time you do. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you very much. Sander in Kentucky, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we help you with? Hi, uh, I have a CBS basement, and in the one corner of the basement, it looks like they've used some kind of a waterproofing material okay. on the brick, and it's like flaking off in one corner. Now, there's mm -hmm. no actual moisture, or there's no real sign that there's wet there, but like there were boxes up against the wall, and they got kind of destroyed. Does it look sort of white and crusty? Yeah. Well, what you're seeing is mineral salt deposits. So what this means is you have moisture that's getting into that foundation wall. And then as the moisture kind of wicks through the foundation wall and then evaporates into the air, it leaves mm -hmm. behind its mineral salt, its mineral deposits. So you have to do a couple of things here. First of all, to clean what you have, I want you to mix up white vinegar and water. That will sort of melt those salts away. It makes it disappear, like, immediately. Yeah, it works really well. And you may have to go over it with a bit of a wire brush to kind of get it all nice and clean. Yeah, I tried using a wire brush on it because I was thinking of just trying to sand it down and then recoat it with the waterproofing material. Yeah, but that's only part of the problem here, okay? okay? We want you to clean up what you have, but the more important step for you to do is to stop the moisture from getting there in the first place. The two areas to look are grading and drainage. Yeah, and they're really easy to fix. You want to make sure that you stay on top of maintaining your gutter system on your house. You want to make sure that the gutters are clean and not overflowing because if they're full, that moisture is just going to fill up and over the, the gutter itself and then end up right at your foundation wall. So make sure they're clean. Make sure those downspouts are running smoothly because if you don't have any screening on top of that downspout, branches and all sorts of yuck can get down there and just really clog it up. Well, you want to also then look at to where your downspouts are depositing the water. They don't want to be just dropping that water right against your foundation wall, which a lot of people do. You want them to come out. 
You're going into like a drain tiles, which takes it to the back corner of my yard into a little creek. Okay, then you need to make sure that the drain tile does not have a break in it, because that's actually a very common condition where you get a break underground. That moisture that you're seeing in that corner is coming from your roof or it's coming from the surface grade. Now, if your downspouts are clean, if they're free flowing, and if they're going into an underground pipe, I bet that you have a break in that pipe somewhere that's allowing the water to leak out. That's the only possible solution. It's not going to come from any place else. It's going to be coming from drainage above that's leaking into the wall, and you got to figure out where that's happening and dry it out. Yeah, the and then you can the recoat the interior of the basement. But until yeah. you fix what's going on outside, it's just going to keep happening over and over that's again. That's right. That's the last thing you need to do, okay? Unfortunately, it's not a really good spot to go looking at because I think it's underneath my deck right where the stairs come down, so there's no clearance. Well, right okay. House and driveway, but I'll go look there. Is there one, there is one other thing you can do. If it's really an issue that you want to get to the bottom of, you can hire a drain cleaning service with a drain cleaning camera. They actually have a camera that can go through that pipe and see the inside of it. And tell and you exactly up. where this problem mm -hmm. yep, is. Exactly. They do it for <laughs> sewer pipes all the time. Probably be simpler just to run another drainage pipe away from the house right there. Perhaps, but that's that's going to be the source of the trouble. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. If you're in Washington like Margaret, you can find the Money Pit on KSBN. What can we do for you today? What I need to know is a process, how, what kind of a process do I need to go through to take vines off of a friend of a house? And they're around... Quite an area, and, um, and it's on stone. Well, there's a couple of things that you need to do. First of all, if it's very thick, it's probably a good idea to spray it with uh, a product like Roundup first, because that's going to uh, kill it and make it wither around and sort of release. Well, it'll also dry up its grip that it's got on it. Yeah, because those grips are really, really strong. And then once you get it, then you spray that on, you're going to have to wait a couple of weeks, and then you pull it down. It comes down quite easily. Then once you have it down, then you could really start to dig out the root area around the bottom of the foundation where it's starting to really get its water. And if you hit those two areas, I think that you'll clean it up quite nicely. You don't want to use anything like a pressure washer or something like that stone because you're apt to damage it. I think if you spray it with Roundup, pull it off. If there's any vines that are still sort of stuck on there, just like the little fingers of the vine, you could brush that off with a wire brush. Margaret, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Hey, if you think just lowering your air conditioning is going to beat that summer heat, well, guess again. Coming up, feel cooler in your house without actually cranking up that AC. That's all next. Stick around. You live in a money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Ryobi, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. Ryobi Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974 with your home improvement question. Yeah, we've got a great interview coming up for you folks. What is the one thing that can make your home feel too warm in the summer? 
and too cool in the winter and contribute to unhealthy air in your home? The answer, Tom? The answer, of course, is humidity, moisture. You know, taking the humidity out of the air in your house can actually help in a number of ways. But sometimes it takes a whole house humidifier to make a significant difference in the humidity level. Sean McCarthy is with us. He is an expert from April Air, and they've got a brand new product out that does just that. Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. So talk to us about a whole home dehumidifier. Now, just to kind of like do the, uh, the clarification here right up front, uh, we need to kind of get the vocabulary straight. A humidifier puts moisture in. A dehumidifier takes moisture out. Uh, most of us are very uh, familiar with humidifiers because we like to, like to put moisture in in the winter. But this is not a winter product. This is a product that actually helps lower that humidity in the summer. How does it work? Well, that's exactly right. In the wintertime, you've got to add moisture, but the rest of the year, actually spring through fall, many times the relative humidity in the home is too high, making you uncomfortable, giving you kind of that sticky feeling. And most people try to address that by running their air conditioner more than they actually have to, what we call overcooling, um, lowering their thermostat down because um, they need that extra runtime to pull the moisture out of the air. They really don't have to cool their house down to 72 or 75 degrees. Uh, if they have a whole home dehumidifier that will control the humidity inside their home, they can, they can keep their thermostat up uh, higher and uh, be just as comfortable. Do you see a big difference in your energy costs if you're then lowering that air conditioning, you know, amount of usage, but still you're cranking up the humidifier, so does it balance out or will you see savings? There, there, it, it will depend on how you use your air conditioner and your dehumidifier, but your dehumidifier is a much less expensive appliance to operate to remove moisture than an air conditioner is. So if you're overcooling your home by... Um, you know, anywhere from one to three degrees, you definitely will lower your utility bill. Every degree, every extra degree that you lower your thermostat set point adds about, typically about 10% to your electric bill. Ooh. So that can really add up. Yeah. You know, when it comes to sizing air conditioners, people always think that bigger is better. I used to get this question all the time when I spent uh, 20 years as a professional home inspector. But the trick of the trade is getting an air conditioning system that's sized correctly. Because as you say, many people try to use a unit that's too big or they run it too often. And what happens is it does lower the temperature in the house, but it leaves you feeling very sort of cold and clammy because it does not take out the humidity. So what you basically have is cold, moist air blowing around the house instead of cold, drier air, which is the only thing that's really going to make you comfortable. That's true. And, and actually, the air conditioning manufacturers have, done, have gone so far and done such a great job making their products so much more energy efficient. That problem is only magnified today with the higher what they call SEER ratings or the energy efficiency of an air conditioner. It does such a great job at reducing the temperature. It, it actually doesn't do as good a job at, at pulling moisture out of the home, making the problem even worse. And so you get that kind of clammy or sticky feeling um, even though the temperature in, inside the home is just fine. And that's where a whole home dehumidifier will pull that moisture out, keeping the, the humidity level below 50% inside the home comfortable no matter what the temperature is. The other thing with, with the oversize is air conditioners are sized for the hottest day of the year. So many times when what's known as a partial load condition where the, the temperature is actually lower than the extreme highs, right. the air conditioner is, is automatically oversized even if it was properly sized to begin with.
Now, what about addressing moisture situations, say, in the bath or in the kitchen? Would a whole home dehumidifier tackle that as well, or would you still need specialty venting? You would still want to have specialty venting, and especially in a bathroom um, and a kitchen where, where you have real dramatic peaks in moisture, um, obviously after a shower or, or, or when you're cooking pasta. You want to get that air immediately exhausted outside your home. What the whole home dehumidifier will do is, is make it comfortable throughout the home kind of every day throughout the year, or really spring through fall. We're talking to Sean McCarthy. He's an expert with April Air about whole home dehumidification. And, Sean, we should emphasize that this is something that's installed into the central ducting system for the house. So if you have a central air conditioning system, it would use the same ducts. Central heating system that's forced air would use the same ducts. Is this possible on a room-by-room basis or not? Um, no, you would utilize this. Absolutely. It works in conjunction with your air conditioner, really in tandem. They work to deliver comfort, what, we're, what we really call total comfort, perfect humidity and perfect temperature, utilizing the ductwork throughout your home. It, if you get a portable humidifi- dehumidifier, that's only going to um, take care of the relative humidity in, in one particular space in the house. Plus, you have all the maintenance associated with dumping the water all the time. Exactly. What about, Sean, in rooms like, say, your basement? If everything is ducted together into your AC unit for the entire house, how does the whole home dehumidifier then sense, perhaps, that the rooms below grade need that extra oomph of moisture removal? Well, one of the real beauties of the April Air unit is is it... It, it can be installed in what we call a convertible feature, which means it basically can toggle between doing your entire house and then when your home is fine, uh, taking care of the basement uh, separately. So um, no question that a basement presents a, a, a greater need for humidity control, and um, the April Air unit in its convertible mode can actually take care of both spaces separately. And that's something you just set, and it does it on its own. You don't have to be on top of that all the time. It, it does it completely automatically, and cool. again, all the water goes down the drain, so uh, the homeowner doesn't have to touch it all season long. It's not the heat, it's the humidity, and this is the product that will help you keep both cool and comfortable all summer long. Sean McCarthy from April Air, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Thanks for having me. If you want more information about April Air's whole home dehumidifier, you can visit them online at aprilair.com. Well, I bet you can't wait to fire up that grill, Tom. Can't wait. I know. I love it. I've been using my grill all winter long. But folks, you know, you really need to make sure that your barbecue is operating safe, especially for an entire season of sizzling up wonderful steaks on that grill. We're going to give you some smoking tips right after this. You're You're listening listening to Extreme Extreme How-To Radio. When it's time to choose a new entryway for your home, choose the brand more building professionals prefer, Thermatru Doors. Thermatru pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, Thermatru Doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents Thermatru's premium collection. Fiber Classic is Thermatru's original wood grain fiberglass door. Or choose Smooth Star Fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which Thermatru entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business. Visit Thermatru.com. 
If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. Table saw. 18 volt drill driver. 8 piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With Ryobi, you can actually afford them. Ryobi Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. Ryobi. Exclusively at the Home Depot. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's kind of spooky, almost like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s-style bungalow, because there's pink paint in the back and... Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to aprilair.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, give us a call right now at one 888 Pit. We're going to help you with your do-it-yourself dilemma, and you might even win a great prize. We're giving away this hour to one caller who asks their question on air, a $75 Imix multi-tool from our friends at Loggerhead. It can be used as a wrench, a full-function screwdriver, even with a pistol grip, and a work knife. And an added bonus to the caller who wins this prize today is loggerhead tools is going to ship this prize to you or they can gift wrap it and ship it to anyone you want that's right re-gifting at its ultimate best you can give it as a wedding gift a father's day present a graduation gift perfect for this time of year to be in it to win it you gotta call now at 1-888-MONEYPIT a wedding gift well, maybe. Hey, I would have loved it if someone gave us home improvement stuff for our wedding. I guess so. Call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Okay, here is a tip that's going to help you make sure that your grill is safe. Now, if you used your grill last year and you're thinking, "Well, I'm just going to fire it up; it'll probably work okay," it may not. It might. Well, it might, or it might fire up in a very <laughs> explosive way. 
because what happens is the gas hoses sometimes get blocked or the venturis get blocked, especially with spider webs. So what you need to do is first take out the cooking grids and remove all the lava rock. You want to pull out the burner. You want to check the burner for any rust outs because remember, that propane gas or the natural gas, it's very corrosive. It can easily rust out a burner and it's got to be in good solid shape to work safely. Now this is very important. Pull the, the venturi out. That's under the burner and check it to make sure that it's not obstructed. Get a pipe cleaner and run it through all the little ports to make sure there's no spider webs. It takes the smallest spider web across that venturi, venturi port to block that's out the gas. That's a fancy name for the gas emitting the, hole. That's right, the gas emitting <laughs> hole. It takes a very thin spider web to make that not work. What will happen is the gas will build up behind it. It won't flow through to the burner and then it will explode. So you really need to make sure that that is clear. Finally, check all of the hoses for leaks or cracks. A safe way to do that is to take some dishwashing solution and brush it across all the hoses and all the valves. If you see anything bubble up, that means that you have a leak or a crack there. If you do, tighten it up or replace the hoses. They're not that expensive. If you do that, your gas grill will be good to go for the entire summer and you'll We'll be firing up some delicious sizzling steaks with safety. Leslie, who's next? In Alabama, you can find the Money Pit on WANI like Nick does. What can we help you with? Well, I have a uh, home that was built in the 50s. It's uh, hardwood with um, floors. It's got crawl space that's uninsulated. And I am considering what I'm going to insulate, and I just want to know... What your guys, what you you guys have a take on the spray foam insulation or the bat? Because I do plan on keeping this house a long time. It's a cute little house. <laughs> well, we're glad you like it so much. Well, I think that, you know, any type of insulation you put in that crawl space is going to be a good thing. The spray foam insulation, you're probably talking about polyisonine, right. is, uh, is um, you know, more expensive to do. It's going to seal a lot better than uh, fiberglass would. But having said that, fiberglass insulation is going to do a good job as well. I think it's important for you to consider that in terms of heat loss, only about 15% of the heat loss is going to be through the floor. So I think that it's probably okay for you to save a few dollars in that floor and maybe not put the spray foam in there, but simply to use eight inch unfaced fiberglass bats. Eight but I would also unfaced. Unfaced. But I would also tell you to make sure that you put a vapor barrier down over the dirt floor of the crawl space. That's because, already there. Okay, good, because you want to prevent humidity from coming up in the insulation because that will make it very ineffective. Yeah, so once the is, moisture affects the batting on the insulation, you can really lose a huge percentage of the R value. So you want to control the moisture that's getting to that batting. Okay. And while you're at it, take a look at your exterior drainage conditions. Make sure your gutters are clean and free-flowing and downspouts are extended well away from the foundation. And also look at the grade at the perimeter and make sure you have vents that are open. So right. all of those okay. things will give you a far more efficient crawl space. And you're going to feel it in your feet, especially in the winter. Ah, uh, thank you, then. Going to NYC to Robert, talking about grout. What can we do for you? Yes, I've been trying to clean the grout in my bathroom. And I'm having problems. I use bleach and all. won't come clean. Have you tried to use a grout stripper? Not a grout cleaner, but a grout stripper. No. 
Yeah, that's the that's the big guns, Robert, and it's available at home centers. Uh, when the grout cleaners don't work, when the cleaning chemicals don't work, you go for the grout stripper. It's more caustic. You have to put it on with rubber gloves. You should wear safety glasses and long sleeves. But it, you put it on the grout. You let it sit for 10, 15 minutes. Follow the label directions, and that really does a really good job of eating through the soap scum and everything else that discolors that the discolors grout. It. And then once you've got it clean to a point where you like it, Robert, then go ahead and put a grout sealer on top of it because then it won't get dirty anymore. Okay, I thank you very much. You're welcome, Robert. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Simple as that, 888 666 3974. Well, are you wondering what's in that water coming out of your faucet? Well, you better hope it's not lead. That is the problem that one of our listeners is having, and we're going to help them out after this. You live in a money pit. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, standing by for your call at one eight 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 Money Pit. But perhaps you're too shy to do that. You can jump on our website at moneypit.com and click on Ask Tom and Leslie. We answer many of the email questions that we receive, including doing so right here on the air. So let's get to the email bag. That's right. We've got one here from Clifford in Boonton, New Jersey, who writes, We get water from a well that's about 180 feet deep. It's 27 years old, and we replaced the pump three years ago. Water testing is showing that everything is fine except lead. Well, then everything is certainly not fine. <laughs> that's not good. Um, it is 0. .50. Needless to say, we're not drinking from it, but we want to solve it. We've got copper pipes, lead solder, and neither neighbor has got a problem. Please help this doesn't sound good um uh-uh. well okay, you say you have copper pipes with lead solder you know that's a fairly modern piping system i would want to know what the main water line is that's underground going to the well because would that be the have, main contaminant well if it's a lead pipe if it's an old lead pipe it's not telling us how old this house is but if it's an old house you could have a lead service entry pipe some of them still do the um the action level for lead is 0.015 if Ooh, you that's greatly below that's huge, and you need to get a system on this to clean the lead out. It's very, very unsafe. Lead can cause all kinds of problems, especially in kids. You've got to get right on it and get it, find out what the source of the lead is, which is probably going to mean your plumbing pipes, and get a treatment system to straighten it out or replace those pipes. So a pro's got to do that, right? Absolutely. All right, next up, we've got Dan from New York who writes, you spoke about hot water heaters versus the forever hot water system on a recent show. I have a gas hot water heating system with an internal coil that heats the hot water. I thought this was okay for the winter, but it might not be efficient for the summer since the burner has got to go on to produce the hot water. What's your opinion? The burner's about five years old. Well, that's called a tankless coil, and basically it uses the boiler to supply domestic hot water as well as hot water for your hydronic heating system. And you're right, it's not terribly efficient because the burner is, is quite large. There are a couple of ways that you can do that. You can put on what's called an Amtrol tank, which does um, help keep the water hot and stops the boiler from having to run every time that it comes on. Or you could replace it with a standalone water heater, and you're speaking about a tankless water heater, which is the most efficient. A tankless water heater basically heats water on demand, and that is actually going to be a far more efficient way of, of giving yourself domestic hot water than forcing your boiler to come on every single time you need it. 
Can you adapt the existing boiler to work with the tankless heater, or do you have to completely replace your boiler as well? The boiler would continue to be the boiler and, su- and supply the heating hot water that you need, but the domestic hot water would come from the tankless water heater, and that's going to be the most efficient way to do that, especially if you ever develop a leak. What tends to happen with these boilers is the tankless coils will leak before the boiler does, and you'll find many many times that that the leak is very expensive to fix and not worth fixing. So the cheaper alternative is to add the tankless water heater to it. And that's going to be much more efficient because this way you're only heating water as you need it. And they're, they're a little more expensive, but they last a long time. It's definitely the most cost-effective way to give yourself domestic hot water. All right, Dan, good question. Tom loves these tankless systems. They really are super efficient, and you're going to see a big change in your energy efficiency bills coming up after that improvement. Well, as we near the end of another exciting hour of home improvement broadcasting, we want to thank you so much for being part of us and promise you that next week on the program, we'll have even more great home improvement tips to help you get through your home improvement day, especially we're going to talk next week about electrical outlets. Now, you usually don't have enough of these in the house, and it's not that hard to add more if you know how to do the job. We're going to give you some tips coming up next week on the program. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.